Let's talk to our next guest about the future of the Republican Party here in the state of Missouri. He's none other than Missouri State Senator Bill Igel. He's also a candidate for governor. You can follow him at Bill Igel on Twitter or check him out at BillIgel.com. Senator, good morning to you. Welcome back to the program. Hey, good morning, Tim. Happy Monday. Hope everybody's doing well today. You're doing just fine. You know, Bill, isn't it fascinating to hear people who have just come to this country? And I, I have a, I have a ton of um, of uh, friends who are first generation or second generation immigrants uh, who have told me the same exact thing. And Bill, they are shocked at what's going on, especially in Washington D.C. But Bill, even in some of our state capitals, where people just take for granted our liberties and freedoms. And think it's no big deal when some of those liberties and freedoms and some of those constant, those actual real constitutional rights are under attack. What say you as to that? Well, I'll tell you what, Tim, I, when, my, my history before politics, the combination of being a small business owner. And before that, I was an officer in the United States Air Force. And I actually got a chance to go overseas when I was in the Air Force and visit some former Soviet countries uh, during the, the wars uh, against Ira- Ira- Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, and I got to see what big government actually looks like when it dips into tyranny. And I got to meet uh, uh, individuals from those countries who were spending uh, their local currencies who that had been completely devalued by governments that spent too much money. Uh, I, I actually walked past every single day on my way to the U.S. Embassy in those countries. One of them was by the name of a uh, country by the name of Turkmenistan. Uh, it actually walked by the palaces that the tyr- tyrants in, in charge of those countries built to themselves over the tops of gulags they threw their political prisoners in. So uh, mm. there is a, it, it left an indelible mark on me that we should be valuing uh, the freedoms that are being protected or were tri- are tri- supposed to be protected by the governments we've set up here in America. But all too often in Jefferson City, uh, the status quo of Jefferson City, the status quo of Washington, D.C., doesn't protect us, doesn't protect our rights. It protects a very few powerful special interests in those in those capitals. And so today, that's what we see going on in Jefferson City. Uh, it's really not about doing the big red Republican things that we always talk about, we always promise in campaign season. It's more about protecting uh, the, the grift that's going on for some big, powerful special interests. So uh, as now have, having been in the state Senate for the past seven years, it's incredibly frustrating to me. That's why I think we need, in 2024, we've got to have somebody that's going to get into the governor's mansion and change all that and be a reckoning for that special interest and status quo and start implementing all the big policies that we're only seeing happening in the Floridas and the Texas of the world. Yeah, Senator, I, I know that the uh, the lobby corps, not all of them, but, you know, a big chunk of them, they kind of giggle and laugh and think it's funny when people like you or I stand up and say, we got to protect our liberties and freedoms here in Missouri. We got to protect our constitutional God-given rights. They think that's cute and that's quaint, but that's because, Bill, as you said, they're too busy feathering our nests. And so when all of these big ticket items like standing up for economic freedom and cutting personal property taxes or lowering the income tax, right? Like when, when standing up for life, right? That's life is an actual constitutional right, you know? And so when we make a big deal out of pushing back against the abortion industry, you know, that just, that gets in the way of all of their little special interest client projects, right? Bill, that they make, they make tens of thousands of dollars each session on, right? Right. And keep in mind that the special interests that those lobbyists represent 
are making billions of dollars off the backs of the taxpayers from all the spending that's now going on in Jefferson City. So uh, when you you mentioned it, when the, when they're busy feathering their cap, they don't want to be distracted by all those campaign promises uh, that Republicans have been making year after year, election after election, because those might detract away from that you know those special interests literally getting paid, and they don't like that. Uh, so for me. Uh, I am tired of waking up and hearing about all the big red Republican things happening in other states. And you mentioned, there you go, personal property tax. You know, only a minority of states still have personal property tax and Mm -hmm. charge you uh, for the crime of owning a car every December 1st. And yet I'm the only candidate for governor on the Republican side, actually on either side, that's talking about getting rid of of that particular tax so that we can actually unleash the working and middle-class income households in this state. We want to be successful like uh, Florida and Texas. Why don't we get rid of the income tax? That's a big Republican thing to do. And yet, I'm the only candidate for governor that's talking about putting our state on that type of trajectory so that we can compete with the Floridas and Texas of the world. Because the status quo continues to win year after year after year down in Jefferson City, that's why Missouri's stagnating. That's why people are choosing to, to move to states like Texas or Tennessee instead of places like Missouri. Texas, a uh, great example. You know, there's a, there's a lot of folks in the state right now that are being crushed by regular property taxes. Well, it must not feel very good to turn on your television and realize that just a couple weeks ago, Texas passed one of the largest property tax cuts in America, ever seen before in the, in the entire United States. They did that in Texas. And it must be even more frustrating to realize that we send more Republicans to our state capital than Texas sends to Austin. So why can't we do those big red things here? It's because senior Republican leadership in Jefferson City, starting with Governor Parson, starting with Mike Kehoe, starting with Jay Ashcroft, don't really fight for those big red ideas. They just talk about them. That's why I'm running for governor. We're going to change all that. Speaking of Missouri State Senator Bill Igel on Twitter, at Bill Igel, BillIgel.com. He's a candidate for governor as well. Senator, you made some waves in the last reporting period of uh, campaign cycles here, of the campaign finance cycles. We've concluded the second uh, fundraising quarter. You had some big numbers to report, didn't you? Yeah, we did. It, it took everybody by surprise. We had uh, over 40,000 donations uh, made by candidacy in the second quarter of this year. More than 20,000 individual donors putting together a total sum of over $800,000 in donations to support my candidacy and to help get my message out. It took everybody surprised, uh, Tim, because everybody inside of the hallways of power in Jefferson City have been so busy saying that a guy like me with a message like mine can't win a race like this. Uh, that they never expected that my message would resonate as well as it, it has. You know, guys like Mike Keo, you know, he's getting big checks from very powerful special interests. Uh, and, you know, he's, you know, I think he's getting checks at $25,000, $50,000 at a time where all of these big uh, corporate special interests are loving uh, the grift that's going to continue under Mike Keo. While at the same time, 20,000 donors, donating less than $20 a piece are coming on board with my campaign. And we raised nearly as much as Mike Kehoe did. And by the way, we raised almost three times as much as Jay Ashcroft did. You know, uh, we're our message, our conservative message. We're the only one in the conservative lane of this campaign right now. That's talking about implementing big red ideas. You know, uh, Jay Ashcroft is kind of in the Jay Ashcroft lane. Uh, folks have heard of his last name, but other than his last name, they folks are finding out that he really doesn't have, uh, the backbone to implement those big red policy ideas that he's talking about 
uh, as he travels the state. And Mike Kehoe, you know, Mike Kehoe, a lot of times, I think Mike Kehoe may be in the wrong primary. I mean, he, he has his record stands for higher taxes, bigger government. Uh, he doesn't believe in, in the sanctity of marriage. Uh, he is a big supporter of the LGBT community uh, that is attacking our kids, that is going after uh, our schools. It, it is, it's, I'll tell you what, it's a real problem, and that's why people are joining up with my campaign. We're going to be successful in 2024, and nobody is going to be more surprised than the special interests of Jefferson City. Senator, before I let you go, we are uh, now firmly into the third quarter of the year, a really important quarter because the fourth quarter, everybody kind of slows down, takes a deep breath before we really kick things off for the com- for the calendar election year of 2024. What are the big plans for the campaign, Senator, throughout this uh, third quarter of the year? Well, I tell you what, the exploratory phase of our campaign is coming to an end. Uh, it's mm. probably going to be coming to an end in the next 30 to 60 days. So I've got more to talk about that. Uh, here in the coming weeks, but uh, we have seen such a, by every metric that we laid out in the exploratory phase of the campaign uh, to determine whether or not there was the necessary responsiveness and infrastructure to build a full formal campaign, we have exceeded every single metric. I think before the end of this third quarter, we're going to be very clear about our intentions, about what we're going to be doing for taking the next steps of this campaign, but I can assure you the exploratory phase of this campaign is coming to an end. Mm, big news on the horizon for Missouri State Senator Bill Igel and his quest to become our next governor. Senator, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Interesting insight and analysis as to all the issues facing us here in Missouri. We invite folks to continue to follow State Senator Bill Igel at Bill Igel on Twitter, BillIgel.com. Thanks so much, Bill. We'll talk to you again soon, I'm sure. Thanks, Tim. We'll talk soon.